1: Are they connected?
0: See, I do want to know, was it in captivity? Do we even know this? Yeah, it was. It was, oh, what, so it was captivity, and they were going, going to take it back he to was, the... All jokes have decide, you seen Blackfish, by the way? Of course
1: I've seen Blackfish. God, what a sad it documentary. absolutely shattered the hearts of many yes. millennials across the country. Yes. We, don't, we no longer support SeaWorld yes, for... Of course. I haven't stepped foot in SeaWorld since. Although um, they still have orcas. Did you know that? They do. They do. They do. But they just all, can't get them from all the all wild. They decide, can reproduce. He was doing something actually... You Know this was a good thing that this crazy man was doing. I just think it's pretty funny that it was that while this was happening, Jonathan Taylor was like, Can I just get some money? And he was like, No, 20 million is going to the orca.
0: I feel like sometimes, I mean, Jim Ursay, I don't know if you saw him the first day of camp, he gave some random fan signed $2,000 and gave it to a fan. He does some weird, strange things with his money. I need to go to Colts camp, and now that we have the orca dying. After spending twenty million, that would that would qualify. As is, he per- is he the is he the person
1: money. buying Jeff's iPhone for twenty five thousand dollars?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he could afford it. He certainly could. He could afford it. But that Colts franchise is just in a, such in a trouble. weird spot, and uh, now it looks like Jonathan Taylor. They're going to field offers. I hope he gets out of there personally. I want to see him play football this year. But uh, the Colts. It seems like Jim Ursay, Chris Ballard. They're going to try to drive a hard bargain and get a return. But is that return going to be there? Because they know. I mean, this this goes back to our even James Harden-Damian Lillard conversation. It, it's
1: very reminiscent, yeah.
0: Right? Because Jonathan Taylor has, I mean, somewhat driven down his value because everybody around the country, everybody around the NFL knows that the Colts are are going to be desperate here because Jonathan Taylor's not going to play another down with them. So they're, they're going to the, have to question the, the, how much they need to give the Colts to go get Jonathan Taylor with that relationship right. beyond repair.
1: right. Yeah, it's, you know, I, to be honest, I feel for Jonathan Taylor much more than I do for. Damian Lillard and James Harden, though. Um, because I do feel like he's. Because they're, yeah, they're high paid. Yeah, they're already <laughs> yeah, high they're paid. Good. They've got their security. They just don't like where they are right now. For, for Jonathan Taylor, he's an extremely talented running back that has not been given the resources around him to be successful. Like, he had a great season, and then last year, everything fell apart. And I feel like he got the blame, even though he got injured. And people were like, they were kind of being like, Jonathan Taylor sucked this year. And it's like, well, look at the offensive line, look at the quarterback, look at everything else that went wrong for the Colts. Jeff Saturday was coaching games. Yes.
0: Yes, and that was Jim Ursay's decision. Yeah. And now, I, I, don't blame if, I him. if I'm anybody in the Colts organization in their orbit, I question Jim Ursay and Listen, his, his wit,
1: when you're his, week one his understanding
0: starter, of how the NFL works.
1: When your week one starter is shocked they got the job, yep. something um, fishy's going on.
0: Also, on the running back conversation, Josh Jacobs, looks like he's going to let bygones be bygones. He's going to end his holdout and report to the Raiders before week one against the Broncos. I don't know what the tune-up situation is going to be because he hasn't participated in camp. I'd imagine he's in shape. I, you know, Off-season, he probably took care of himself, and even while he wasn't in camp, probably took care of himself. But um, he could potentially be playing week one for the Raiders. Now, small talk is on the way, and there is a high-profile uh, Taylor Swifty that we have to discuss on the other side, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Eight-part speaker series coming this fall, starting next Monday with Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart. We'll have him on the show before the week is over. But if you need tickets, you need information for all that, they'll all be held at uh, Hilton Memphis. Go to MemphisTDClub.com. Now, we have a famous Swifty, um, uh, and I, I am surprised that this person is a famous Swifty. But Bill Belichick, apparently is a big Taylor Swift fan. He was talking to WEEI, which is a local uh, news station there in uh, New England. He said, she's tough, man. She stood out there and played through the rain. He likes the song, You Need to Calm Down. He says, it's pretty good. Like, you got to calm down. There's a lot of times when that's very appropriate. Bill Belichick, I would have thought ACDC um, you know, you, you pick your, your rock band, but I did not think Taylor Swift was a part of the repertoire for, for Bill Belichick.
1: Uh, he may not have been a fan until he heard her talk. I tell. thought he was a
0: robot and didn't listen to music anyway.
1: Here's what I'll say I think, I think the line about calming down is what he relates to. He probably tells people constantly around him that they need to relax and calm down. Yeah, I, I, that seems like his type of vibe. I, you know, I respect. If someone the makes out of a it.
0: song, do your job. He's gonna <laughs> <an> immediate <laughs> Yeah, fan. do
1: your job and calm down. He's like, yes, that's we have that on yes, the wall. That yeah, is we me. have that on
0: the wall. Yeah, and Bill Belichick's famous voice. Holy, he, he passed it down to his son too. I've,
1: yeah, never, I've his, never, i never heard sound his son Exactly.
0: Name. He's got like a mullet though. I think it's uh, oh, what's his first name? I, I forget. Steve Belichick. He's got the mullet and he talks. the If exact you ever want to
1: hear a really good impression of him, go find clips of Julian Edelman talking oh, about yes. Bill Belichick. He has a very funny story. He was on the podcast with the Kelsey brothers talking about his red gloves and how it used to piss off Bill because referees could see him holding people, and every time he would get a the, penalty, he would say an explicit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, would say, he would say something I can't say on air and be like red gloves. <laughs> um, I think the Julian Edelman stories about Randy Moss are the best, though. Oh, my god! The Randy Boss story. The I'm one about, about cool. his mom is yeah. hysterical. Yes, it's great. Also can't say that over
0: Yeah, again. no, you cannot. You cannot. Now, also, it's been a really good couple of months for sports documentaries. Yeah. Do you remember Bishop Sycamore, the football loosely, team? Loosely. So they lost to IMG on ESPN 58 nothing, and everybody started questioning, what the hell's going on here? They were trading helmets. They didn't have enough helmets for the team, but they claimed that they were a school. They didn't have a schoolhouse. It was a fake school, but it's called BS High. It's going to come out on HBO Wednesday at 8 p.m. And along it's with a great the, name, along yes, Bishop Sycamore and
1: B.S. High, yes, fantastic.
0: But it'll be on HBO Wednesday, eight p.m. We between the Untold's and this and everything else. I mean, we're about to get Swamp Kings coming out, the Florida four-part documentary series on, on Untold. Did you hear? My God, it's 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 been awesome.
1: Have you heard about the Tim Tebow thing that's in it?
0: No, his, not quite. <laughs>
1: his teammates used to chase him around with pictures of women that were nude oh. to test him. That, that locker room was had to be insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to that.
0: He was celibate. He said he was celibate his entire and they were, career. They
1: were making him prove it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. All right, that's enough of small talk. We have one hour left in the show, and we're going to open it with our first installment with the Associate Executive Director of the Autos on Liberty Bowl. We'll do it throughout college football season, but Harold Grader is next on the Gabe Kunz show right here on 92.9 FM ESPN.